This is special COVID-19 coverage on Your Health, a podcast of the Integrated Health and Social Services University Network for West Central Montreal. Think of your mom, your dad, your grandma, or grandpa. Think of an older person in your life who means the world to you. There's literally no better time to reflect on what our older population means to us. They're a treasure, and thankfully, there's some amazing people doing amazing things to support them. Hello and welcome to the Your Health Podcast. I'm your host, Sean McMahon. If you look at the calendar, October 1st is actually a very special day, and for more than one reason. Not only is it National Seniors Day, which is a great occasion for all Canadians to appreciate and celebrate older adults, but it also marks the 10-year anniversary for the Ling Aide Abu Ene, the Elder Mistreatment Helpline. A line that has the very challenging mandate of countering cases of elder mistreatment across the entire province of Quebec. Add a pandemic to that equation and you can only imagine everything they've got on their plate. Their team is small but mighty. Let's meet one of the incredible folks behind it all. Program coordinator Rachel Tadal, our guest on the Your Health Podcast. Rachel, hello, welcome. Hi, Sean. Thanks for having me. It is so great to have you. So it all started a, a decade ago, working out of a tiny little office at, I guess it was CLSC René Cassin, right? Uh, exactly. And the team has grown since then. You've got a new call center. You did some renos. Uh, but it's really not about where you work. It's about how you work, right? And, and to help understand that, I'd like to have a better understanding of what elder mistreatment really means. Can you just define that for us right off the top, Rachel? Yes. So elder mistreatment is a um, single or repeated or also a lack of appropriate action occurring within any relationship where there is an expectation of trust which can also cause harm or distress to an older adult. So uh, to simplify this, it is um, either there's not an action that is taken or there is uh, one action or a repeated one that is occurring against an older adult and it's causing the person harm or distress. Okay. Uh, Rachel, I did a double take on this number. I couldn't believe it. Uh, Your team has answered more than 50,000 calls over the last 10 years. Uh, I mean, those numbers are staggering. Who are these calls coming from and what are they like? The calls are coming from across the province because uh, although we are located in Félicien-René-Cassin, we do cover the whole province of Quebec. They also come from Canada because if you have your parent, um, an older adult living in Quebec and you're not located in Quebec, you can still call us. We do have some calls also coming from um, other places around the world. Mostly what we've seen uh, throughout the years, it's the Um, Family members that are calling, also friends do call, witnesses, but the the older adults themselves call us. And that's what we saw during the pandemic, that it it was mostly the older adults who were calling us um, to talk about um, mistreatment or ask questions or... Um, tell us what they were leaving. Let's talk about the pandemic, if we could, Rachel, because, you know, you're already working mm-hmm. in a very delicate situation. But let's face it. I mean, COVID-19 has changed the game for literally everybody, um, you know, especially those working in healthcare for so many reasons. Uh, have you been more concerned about elder mistreatment during the pandemic? I mean, how has it impacted the line in terms of, I don't know, how many calls you've received or, or you know, do you feel like you've had to prepare differently in some, in some way? What's the pandemic done uh, to the elder mistreatment line? Well, the first thing we noticed at the very beginning of the pandemic was that we had a significant drop in our calls. The calls were not coming in. And what the explanation we have for this, although we have not made any study to confirm, is that 
people are um, busy. They are um, preoccupied by the pandemic. They're trying not to uh, catch the virus. They are asked to stay at home. And um, of course, um, the focus was elsewhere. But within the first two, three weeks, things started changing and we started seeing significant change and increase in our calls at the line. What changed is that um, when when the pandemic added to a population who's already isolated, because when you talk about older adults, a lot of them are isolated, many of them are also already vulnerable. So they are asked to stay at home or um, they cannot receive visits from family members who could see signs or indicators of uh, mistreatment. So therefore, we saw a decrease in our call in the beginning, but that quickly changed. What we had to do in our case, um, first of all, um, we had to do a quick assessment at the line to make sure that all our partners, um, other organizations that we deal with, what were their hours of operation because COVID-19 changed everything. And we had to make sure we covered for all the province of Quebec. So thank God we have um, mistreatment coordinators across the province. So we were in touch with everybody pretty soon to find out what had changed and contacted our different partners to find out how we were um, supposed to be referring to them during the pandemic. Now, not only do you get incoming calls from people who, you know, who fear that they're being victimized or that a family member is, but uh, you also offer uh, consults to uh, healthcare professionals as well, correct? Oh, yes. One of the mandates that um, we have is not only the calls, but also we have a mandate to support professional workers, um, social workers, nurses, so anybody across the province of Quebec who is working with older adults, they can call us. It could be a bank teller, it could be a PAB, anybody um, can call us at the line and we are trained to support them. They can do it either by calling us or because they they can be busy and not be able to to call, they can book an appointment with us to an online form and we will get back to them at the requested time. So how do we find you? What's the best phone number? Where do we find you online? Well, we have a website. It's edabuene, and um, that's CA. So on the website, it's easy to find a form to book an appointment with us. But we do have a, a phone number, an 800 number, which is one 888 489 2287 Okay, so again, that's 1-888-489-2287. Uh, finally, uh, Rachel, what do the next 10 years look like for you guys? What do you hope for? Mistreatment is very complex, and we are sensing that not everybody that needs to call are calling because they don't know about us. So in the next 10 years, the plan is to make people across the province more aware of our existence. And um, we are currently developing a guichet unique, which is um, for the financial sector. Uh, There's a whole training being put in place for them by the CUJES, which is an incredible partner that we have that are developing training related to mistreatment. And uh, in the coming months, we are going to be working with the financial sector to counter um, elder mistreatment, but 
especially financial mistreatment, which is a great um, deal here in Quebec. It's great stuff what you guys are doing. Rachel Tadal, Program Coordinator for the Elder Mistreatment Helpline, celebrating 10 incredible years. Honestly, congratulations to everybody on the team. And here's to many, many more years of serving the elderly and professional communities across the entire province of Quebec. Bravo. Thanks for joining us on the Your Health Podcast. Thank you, Sean. You've been listening to special COVID-19 coverage on Your Health, a podcast of the Integrated Health and Social Services University Network for West Central Montreal. Don't forget to subscribe at cswestcentral.ca slash podcast or on your favorite podcast platform. 